Hey, what's up? It's Andy from Blackville Bronze, and you're listening to Iron City Rock. Hey, this is Chris Jericho of Fozzie, and you're listening to Iron City Rocks. Don't stop listening, or I'll come and find you. I know where you live. Hey, this is John Cooper with Fight the Fury. You're listening to Iron City Rocks. Oh! Hello and welcome to episode 392 of the Iron City Rocks podcast. I'm your host, John, coming to you from the Iron City of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, bringing the best rock, hard rock, heavy metal, and blues talk on the net. Uh, we're joined today by, uh, for the second time by John Cooper, uh, probably most notably as the vocalist and bassist of Skillet. He's got a fantastic new, uh, more metal uh, project out called Fight the Fury. They're going to be releasing their debut EP on October 26th on Atlantic Records. The EP is called Still Breathing. Uh, this is kind of a combination of songs uh, that John, as he talks about in the interview, has written over the last couple of years uh, that maybe are a little more, a uh, little heavier than, than skill, a little less orchestration, a little bit darker lyrics, um, kind of scratches the metal itch. As you can tell from the interview with John, he's a big metal fan. We talk about Iron Maiden uh, and a couple other bands. So I think you'll really enjoy seeing this kind of side of the music. Uh, we're going to play you just a little bit of the lead single, My Demons, to give you an idea what to expect, and then we'll get into that interview with John Cooper. I go to sleep with my demons, creeping my head every night. They come to shred all my dreams and I bled on my bed. Why is this my life? pleasure to welcome back to Iron City Rocks. We have John Cooper on the line. How you doing, John? I'm doing great. It's good to talk with you again. It's my pleasure. Um, you have just un- really unleashed a new video for, for a track called My Demons, and I think kind of got a lot of people really excited about this Fight the Fury um, project, and you've got the, the EP coming out later this month, Still Breathing. Um, can you talk a little bit about, obviously, what, what kind of got you in this sort of metal frame frame of mind and why now was the right time for this sure sure well you <laughs> when you just said metal i'm ADD. i can't not make a joke you said hmm. you got this metal frame of mind and i hmm. thought 
that would be a great name for a Quiet Riot album, you know. Yeah. Hey, anyway, it, um, it sounds like it's in publishing. <laughs> you can you suggest a way. I would, <laughs> anyway, it got me it got me thinking of the very first time I ever saw uh, a heavy metal uh, record cover. Of course, mm-hmm. it was you know a vinyl record back when. I mean, I collecting vinyl was awesome because it's it's so big and it just right. the artwork looks so good on all those big folders. And anyway, when I was a kid, Quiet Riot uh, was was the first like metal artwork I ever saw. I remember my my mom was you know almost crying because it was satanic and mm-hmm. she thought it it was the devil the devil's artwork. And I was like, this is so cool. <laughs> He's yeah. got a metal mask on. Anyway, um, you know, I've loved metal my whole life uh, since, since I heard it. Um, it just, I mean, rock music, I fell in love with rock music when I was five years old. I, I first heard Michael Jackson. That was my sure. first, quote, rock song I ever heard. When I heard Metallica, you know, everything changed. Um, and, you know, you hear a little bit of that in my music with Skillet. Um, but, but Skillet is kind of about... It's about other things, uh, I would say, as well beyond you know just metal. Skillet is about a lot of other things that I love, which would be even you know, theatrical music, classical music. Mm-hmm. Um, Skillet is kind of a melting pot of a lot of things, and and you will hear some some metal influence in Skillet, of course. Sure. Um, uh, so a little bit of Maiden, you know, a little bit of Motley Crue, and and, and those kind of things that I love. Um, but I really just wanted to do a project just to like let my hair down, you know. Right. It's funny because, you know, I love Skillet, uh, and I and I wouldn't I wouldn't trade it for anything. But there are strictures about doing that kind of music that you mm-hmm. have to consider. You have to consider new fans and you know radio, and you got to pay the bills. And, and I'm not saying I do stuff I, di- I dislike. I I love Skillet's music. With Fury, it was like you know what? I don't have to care about having a hit song it's not about hook if, if i want a, a two-minute introduction to a song you know right. like uh you know ride the lightning then i can do that because every time i write those they always get cut off the record <laughs> on yeah. my skill records they, they always get cut off they go we got to trim the fat like every song has to sound like it's a radio hit and my favorite records don't sound like radio hits you know right. so that's kind of what Fight the Fury was all about, and, and just had a had a blast doing it. Yeah, no, you you bring up a great point of kind of the blessing and the curse of success. And we talk to musicians all the time who, you know, boy, I'd love not to have to play that song every night, but people would feel cheated if we don't. Um, you guys have been, you know, with, with let's call it your day job with Skillet. Um, you know, one of the most successful bands really is for sales and touring and things like that over the last decade or so. But but you're right. You, you there are things that you you can't throw out a seven minute thrash song, for example, without making a lot of people scratch their heads. So that's a, that's a great point. <laughs> it is. It, it, it kind of in a good way. Thing you know, bands begin to have identity. You mm-hmm. know, and uh, that is the reason that you know, like for instance, uh, I, I don't want to pick on me, but I can't think of. Uh, I'm not trying to pick on Hoobastank. That's a good example. Sure. Hoobastank is a band that was really known as a uh, as a you know a great hard rock band until uh, the reason, which was the biggest you know song of the career and um, you know Grammy nominated song. And then a lot of the fans got really mad. I remember talking mm. to people that were like, "That's such a sellout song." And I remember thinking, oh, "I love that song. I think it's really good." And of yeah. course, they sold a ton of records, but. Those kind of now, those kind of things can can be a double edged sword, you know. So, um, 
for me, I, I wouldn't trade Skillet, but man, I'm having a lot of fun doing this project. And, and I started writing the songs about five years ago um, is when I started writing my first Fury song. I never knew if I'd have the opportunity to do it. And, uh, and it's been really cool. It brought me back to, to my roots. Now the, the, the track My Demons, um, obviously very poignant lyrics. Was that uh, written, was it completely fictional or, or was that related to maybe a true life story either with yourself or somebody you knew? Sure. You know, I think one of the biggest differences between Fight the Fury and, and my work in Skillet, because some people are like, hey, I think Skillet could maybe do some of this. It's not mm-hmm. that much heavier. And, and, and I kind of disagree, but I see where they're coming from a little bit. I think one of the biggest differences is that these songs just feel darker, and I think it's yeah. due in, in the lyrics a lot of the times. And um, My Demons is a very dark song. The, the short version is this. Uh, it, I was inspired to write the song from talking to a fan who had dealt with child abuse and, and sexual abuse, and it really impacted me and, and affected me. Um, I have some personal things in my life that I don't really want to talk about mm-hmm. that I that I can very much relate to, and uh, you know I was not a victim of of child abuse, uh, but I've had some some things in my life that I can relate to on on that level. Yeah. And so I thought, you know what, I can relate to this fan, what they're talking about, even though what they endured was, was much, much worse than, than me. But I can relate on a certain level, and, and we all have various things we have to deal with in our lives, and, and they're all relative. You know, what might be, you know, what, what, what one person has gone through might be extremely difficult to them, even if it's not as bad as what someone else has gone through. And sure. so that's what those lyrics were about. There's a lot of angst to it, but there's, there's a lot of uh, sometimes you're just venting your problems can kind of give rise to hope, and I and I think that that people hear the song, they go, yeah, that's really dark, but it's giving rise to hope, kind of much in the way that I I, I always felt some of the Nine Inch Nails songs were like that. They were clearly dark, mm-hmm. angst driven, but there was a certain there was a certain hopefulness about it because we were talking about it. Slipknot is the same for me. Yeah, yeah, and I enjoy the way you know, and maybe it's just you know. Through my years, but sometimes when you, when you know you might have been writing lyrics about a particular subject, but sometimes I think people can internalize a song. Like I think of a brilliant example is one from YouTube, where twenty some years later people are still scratching their head on exactly what he was talking about in that song. You know, he may have been going for uh, one meaning, but everybody kind of makes it their own. You know, and I think that's that's a wonderful yeah. thing about this track. Um, can we expect similar material from the EP? I mean, is that a pretty good benchmark for what folks can expect? Yeah, I think so. You know, some people have felt that other songs in the EP were, were a little bit more, you know, metal maybe than, okay. than My Demons. I think My Demons has a little bit of, of uh, it's a little bit more commercial in certain ways, I would say. Okay. But, but I would say, to me, it felt like a really good, like, this is what the band sounds like. It felt like the the, the right song to leave with to me. Now, is is the music for for those who are, are going to ask the obvious question? Is is music pretty secular in this particular EP? Oh, you mean like it, like what I call it, like a Christian band? Is that yeah, exactly. Yeah. Is, no, no, uh, this is not a, a Christian band. It's just a it's a metal band. I mean, uh, you're right. I have seen a lot of people on my um, social media saying. Is, it, is this Christian? Are you so Christian? Things like that, and 
you know, I guess my answer would be, I am absolutely still a right. Christian. That's never going to go away. Um, and, you know, and the things that I think and feel and write about are always going to be kind of filtered, I think, through a writer's perspective mm-hmm. and worldview and experiences. So in that sense, I'm not trying to say it's, it's certainly not anti-Christian, but mm-hmm. no, the band is not Christian. Uh, the songs um, are, are not necessarily solely meant to have spiritual con. Like, My Demons is not necessarily a spiritual context. It's a, okay. it's a story. Do you find yourself, is that difficult sometimes when you're writing, you know, you listen to, you know, some of the the metal bands that you mentioned um, that, that can often have very satanic imagery in their in their lyrics, but, you know, some of it really when you pull the covers back is fictional. You know, people are just writing. Yeah. Do you, do you find yourself doing that? In, in, or do you, does your personality and your, your personal beliefs sometimes kind of bleed through into your lyrics? Are you able to kind sure. of separate yourself? Uh, you no, know, I would say I would say the latter, and, and, and the reason is is that, um, like for instance, I love Iron Maiden, mm-hmm. and sometimes if I'm wearing an Iron Maiden shirt, some of the the fans who love uh, skill that are, that are Christians might mm-hmm. be offended, or they might be like, "I can't believe you're wearing a satanic," band, you know, and the, and uh, as a big Iron Maiden fan, I, I never found Iron Maiden to be satanic. I, I just, right. They were just telling. Stories and and they were singing about maybe the Book of Revelation on like right. or the Beast in the same way they might sing about Lord of the Rings or something you know so mm-hmm. um, I always found it to be almost mythological in a certain way and fantasy and uh, I love that about Iron Maiden one of my favorite bands of all time um, but I don't really write like that I, I tend to write more about what I'm feeling and okay. what I'm you know I, mm-hmm. I and I think the reason is not necessarily always intentional. That's just what I enjoy writing about. I find right. writing to be, uh, I guess, therapeutic or a cathartic release. I guess you could say, this is what I'm going through. This is who I am. I've always got the listener in mind, what they, they might be feeling and how they might relate to the song. Right. So I'm not trying to say I've never written a song that was just nonsense, but I always tend to write things that I believe and feel in my experience. Yeah, and that, that's that's you know a, a great great insight because I've often wondered you know, you listen to like a, a Wasp album for example and I've often wondered you know, is Blackie Lawless really this character or is you know is he going to the groceries and picking up his kids at soccer and you know going to church and things like that you know is it complete fiction <laughs> or is it an extension of a personality and, and you know it's it's good to have that insight you know some people can write like that um, now right, let's, let's right. talk musically I mean you um, play bass on the album um, do you approach, you know, in this batch of songs being a little more metal in mind, do you approach your playing for these songs any differently? Well, I would say yes, because this band has a little bit of a different intent than, than, than Skillet does. Mm-hmm. But this band is meant to be riffy, and, uh, you know, one of the things I would say exists on this record um, it's probably even more um, since My Demons is the only song out. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the record is a little bit more technical. Okay. Um, you know, whether it be key changes and some maybe time signature changes here and there. A little bit into the prog world, there's a lot of like uh, guitar solos and things that okay. might not be super evident on My Demons. But, um, but it all has a, a little bit of a metal feel. And what I love about that is that 
to me, what's great about metal is is uh, sometimes the uh, what do you call it the the skill that it takes to play metal. Mm-hmm. And you know, I've, I've been making jokes for years. And, you know, I've never once been interviewed for any sort of bass player magazine or. And, and nobody even knows I play bass hardly, mm. for <laughs> which I don't really know why, because there's not a lot of singer bass players. I would think it'd be noteworthy, but nobody really knows or cares. And um, you know, even on like my demons, it's got some some pretty difficult fret work going on, and already people have been on my social media pages saying, "I had no idea you could play bass," you know. And I'm like, <laughs> "I've been playing bass Thanks. for 22 years." Yeah, look at any but, picture of you on stage, yeah. Yeah, but I, I think because skillet really isn't about riffing, and it's right. not about necessarily like the skill. That uh, this is, this takes on a little bit of a different thing. So it, mm-hmm. it's been a nice for me. It's it's reminded me of being a teenager and learning to play guitar and and wanting to play things that are almost too difficult for you and and right. getting to show off a little bit. Having to practice bass parts is actually a really good feeling because you know, typically I don't have to practice them all that much for skillet because it's right. again it's. It's it's more of a, a different thing. So um, that is really fun, and and being able to to you know drop beats out of out of time time signatures and and uh, go to a shuffle, go to six eight. It's it's just a really a it's really fun because you don't hear that stuff on the radio a ton, right. and this isn't necessarily meant for that. So it's been really fun. Now, did you find it more difficult to sing over while playing in the, you know that? particular style i mean that's got to be a little bit more challenging on the brain you know um uh, yes playing it and singing it i have to say is a little bit of of technical work um but it's it's again it's kind of making it fun uh right and to tell you the truth what's funny about this is that i find you know singing the vocals on this record was much easier than singing the vocals on some of my skillet stuff because on my skill and stuff, I've always got people complaining that my voice is too hard. Like it's too harsh. You yeah. sound like you're screaming and, and and things like that. And this, I kind of cut loose on this, which is yeah, kind of fun. That's what we want. Plus, I mean, you, you you're, you're harmonizing with different voices in this environment as well. I mean, so that makes a difference. You're not, you know, your voice isn't going with a female voice, for example. You know, at least in the sure, tracks sure. we've heard. So that makes a difference. Um, can you talk about the other musicians in, in the band? Yeah, it's Seth, who plays guitar for Skillet, mm-hmm. is also uh, in, in Fury, and he's one of my, my great friends. You know, we, we've been touring the road together for years. About five years ago, I said, hey, I think I want to start a metal project. Would you want to be in it? You know, and he's like, of course. So, uh, you know, on the road, we recorded this uh, 90% of, of the EP. We recorded on the bus or in dressing rooms, locker rooms, okay. and venues all across the world. And so that was really fun. And I think it gives Seth a real chance to shine. I mean, he does, of course, you know, he, he, he gets to kind of show off on solos with Skillet and things like that. Mm-hmm. But this one, you know, it was really, uh, I think it was really fun for him because he got to really, like, cut, lo- you know, cut loose. And then Flex the we also had a second guitar player called John uh, Panzer. And, uh, it's also really cool because I wanted to have a lot of you know harmony leads and and to do that kind of stuff you've got to have two lead guitar players and so John uh, is also a wicked guitar player and um, a friend of mine and it's just worked out that that he's like yeah I'd love to do it so we got a bunch you know some of the the maiden or or Vince mm-hmm. even events uh, type stuff to let those guys cut loose 
Sure. Um, and I think probably one of the hardest things to find was a drummer because the drums on this this stuff is is pretty uh, you know it's pretty complex mm-hmm. and uh, you're drawing on you know Slipknot and, and Metallica and, and all that kind of good stuff that I love. Sure. Um, so you know finding uh, somebody to do that was quite hard. So it was funny because my guitar player Seth, he's like, man. My cousin's a really good drummer, <laughs> yeah. And I thought, oh boy, you know, really? Like, does your you know, does your girlfriend play tambourine too? Yeah. You know, what's the deal? And uh, well, sure enough, his cousin's a really wicked drummer. <laughs> so it, it's kind of funny. We kind of kept it in the family a little bit. And That's the way to do it. Chose to be a really good. Thing. He thinks good, and and uh, people will see him very soon, and and the music video and all that kind of stuff. So sure. I've got a, a really great band of good people. Now I, I noticed you guys are doing some live dates in December, kind of a, a European Russian um, tour. Um, do you plan on touring much with this, or does this skillet allow you the time to do that? I mean, obviously you've got right. you know a business to run really with skillet at this point. Um, do you yeah. have the freedom to be able I, to tour I, with this? Well, I hope so, um, and, and I've taken time off specifically to try to do it, and, mm-hmm. and it was a little bit of that. Man, are you sure you want to do this? And, and I just felt, yeah, I really think this is the time. I don't want to just throw the EP out there for fun. I would like to see if it has legs, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I'm really proud of the EP, and, and and I love it, and I think that the fans are going to love it. And and probably fans that don't necessarily love Skillet might go, oh, I actually can get on board with that because it's, it's right. heavier in some of the metal crowd and the hard rock crowd. So, yeah, we're, we're touring Russia in December, and my plan you know, knock on wood, is tour America uh, in, in first quarter of next year. That okay. is not booked, and if, like, I don't know, Corn or Slipknot is listening and wants to bring Fight the Fury out <laughs> to open, that would be a really good thing. Otherwise, go. we'll, probably, we'll probably begin to do uh, some of our own small club dates and start this thing over. A lot of people say, man, why do you want to start over at, at 20 years into your career? And You know, I just love the music. And yeah. I believe in it, and uh, yeah, and, and I think it'd be fun. Do you find that it recharges your batteries, Ill, in so to speak, to you know when you go back and you start looking at maybe material for another Slipknot, or I'm sorry, a, a Skillet record, um, the, to be able to go and kind of scratch this creative itch maybe helps you, inspire you to do you know the day job. I, I think so. You know, I, about a couple of years ago, I began writing for other acts. Um, you know, not that I've had a lot of success there, but writing with other people, um, probably the most success that we had was that we we launched uh, our Ledger project. You know, which is the, the drummer for Skillet. Her name is Jen Ledger. Right. We released a solo project called Ledger, and um, about two years ago, we began really, you know, developing her as an artist, writing for her, recording it. My wife Corey uh, produced most of her EP. So uh, the funny thing is, is that we were doing Ledger album and I was recording my Fury EP and I was recording a new Skillet record all at the same time and yet the answer to these questions is yes I found that all of these things just fueled the fire because I wasn't thinking I wasn't having to, to, to constantly go okay this might be this might be too heavy that might not be right. heavy enough this might have too many keyboards this needs a guitar you know, it's just so much of that can really play in your head, and then you're not really making art. You, you know, you're at that point you're making you're making science. You know, yeah. and the art part has been really fun, and, and it's very much 
um, inspired me. And, and in fact, we're about 70% done with our next killer record because these ideas, I mean, if you can believe we were making three records at once, they were all just like lighting a fire and it was like, oh, I can't wait to write the next the uh, uh, Fury song because I have an idea and I think right. it's probably from you know yeah it was it was a good time yeah you you see that a lot where you know writers will you know kind of struggle creatively and then hit one spark and it can turn into you yeah. know it's kind of a wildfire so it's you know it's good you've got an outlet for different things like that um, do do you have plans for Skillet for for 2019 at this point or is it still too early to say? Um, no, we, uh, it's not too early. We, we will have a, a skillet record out in 2019. Uh, in fact, we originally were going to be releasing it in, in uh, October, mm-hmm. and then when we put the Ledger record out, we decided to, to, to push a few months to get, get us some room to breathe, and then right. we pushed it to January. And then the label said, hey, you know what? We do like to fight the Furies. We do like the idea of this, and mm-hmm. uh, they like the songs. And, and I said, well, you know what? Screw it. Let's push Skillet back to summer, and let's release Fury. That gives me a little time to uh, to try to tour it and, and see if people dig it. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Well, John, I want to thank you so much. Hopefully, we'll see you, uh, you know, either with Fight the Fury or with Skillet in the Western PA before too long. Uh, and you know, I we hope look forward so. to seeing. <laughs> yeah, we look forward to the EP, which is coming out later in October. And uh, if the first single is any indication, um, it's going to be a fantastic record. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. It's great talking to you, John. All right, a big thank you to John Cooper, obviously, uh, Fight the Fury. Got a new song on now. You can catch that on Spotify and YouTube. It's called My Demons. We played you a little taste of it just a little bit. Uh, in just a couple of weeks, on the 26th of October, Still Breathing will be released on Atlantic Records. Uh, it's going to be fantastic. Uh, I think listening to the interview got me even more excited to listen to it. So hope you enjoyed it. Uh, You can visit us at ironcityrocks.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. are all forward slash ironcityrocks. You can drop us an email at ironcityrocks at gmail.com. Use the contact link on our website. Either way, we'd love to hear from you. Let us know what you think of the show. This episode, any episode, guests you might enjoy hearing in the future, guests you'd rather not hear from again in the future. We'd love uh, any and all feedback. So until next time, we want to thank you for listening. (laughs) 